Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live, in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. Our guest today knows a thing or two about religious liberty. After all, she's been the associate editor of Liberty Magazine, the sponsor of this program, for almost two decades. So when she writes or says something, I eagerly listen or read. In a recent issue of Liberty, she wrote an article that, well, advocates that those of us who feel the need to do so should get involved in politics. Politics? Really? Is it a good idea that a Bible-believing, Christ-loving man or woman throw his or her hat into the political ring? Have you seen the political ring? I've invited Melissa Reed to defend herself right here on the air with us today. She joins us via Skype. We've talked with her many times before. Melissa, welcome back to LifeQuest Liberty. Well, thank you so very much, Charles. It's a pleasure to be with you. Okay, your article on this subject is called Pitfalls and Possibilities. Let's begin with the pitfalls. If we want to get involved in politics, what are some of the pitfalls of which we should be aware well, I think first of all, and this is probably true of all aspects of life, is do we have the proper motive as far as political engagement or engaging you know, with a government of some sort? So I think a pitfall is if we're advocating for policies that benefit ourselves to the detriment of others. Hmm. I think that's certainly a pitfall. And I think, of course, as Christians, we never want to use the government to coerce or to compel allegiance to God. You know, that's certainly antithetical to who God is and his character. And so we certainly don't want to use a human structure to do something that's counter to who he is. But Melissa, we believe in these things so strongly. If we can just get the government to sort of help us out a little bit, we will benefit them. They will be benefited by this. Their souls will be saved. We're doing them a favor by putting the government behind us, many would say today. (laughs) Well, I think that's absolutely true of us as human beings. But again, that's not what God does. He allows us that freedom of choice. He allows us to follow our conscience. He certainly knows best as far as what a relationship with him, how that benefits us and how that is, quote unquote, the best decision that we can make, but he knocks on that door, right? He doesn't push it open. Oh, I like that. I didn't even tell the disciples sometimes, there's more I could tell you, but you're not ready for it. So he even held back a little bit. So maybe we should too sometimes? Absolutely. The one other political pitfall that I wanted to mention was allowing our political loyalties. And you sort of referenced this as far as the time period that we're living in and sort of the political climate and partisanship, unfortunately, but allowing those loyalties to influence our faith rather than our faith to shape our politics. Mm-hmm. And I think that one's really essential to, to make sure and, and do that self-check. So again, improper motives is where I would see our pitfalls. But that said, Charles, there are so many reasons to make use of our government systems. You know, they're, they're probably the most influential ways to be able to care for our neighbors, to love our neighbors. And certainly, as you know, that's what we're called to do. And so I think it's important to say our first calling as Christians 
is inviting others to know and love Jesus. That's our gospel commission. But also we see throughout scripture and in Jesus' actions himself that we also are called to care for temporal matters, the issues, the hunger, the imprisoned, all of these things that are what we're dealing with on a human basis right now, our health, our education, all of those sorts of things. And so the government can be a really effective tool in a way to demonstrate that we love our neighbor, that we care for their betterment while we're all here on earth. Well, I like that because you're saying that baked in to many government programs is a biblical command to love, to care for, to nurture, to watch out for, to protect. It's there. We don't have to call it, oh, the Bible says. We can simply say, oh, let me help you with this program. Let me get this program passed through all the red tape so that I can help you. And we don't really have to bring in that spiritual or religious element at all. Am I right in saying that? Well, I think the spiritual element is done through our actions rather than our words, mm, right? Yes. There yes. certainly is always that spiritual element. Again, going back to sort of our first priority is everything that we should do should be because of our love to God and reflecting that in our love to others. But yes, it's not that overt, here, let me hand you a pamphlet, which I absolutely believe is a crucial and effective important component is to have those more direct conversations. Mm -hmm. But this is sort of the more indirect, but yet still very much Christ-modeled approach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do you use the magazine, Melissa? You've been, like I said, associate editor for almost two decades. That's that's a fantastic thing. That's That's an accomplishment right there. How do you use the magazine to do exactly what you just said? Right. I think the magazine, Liberty Magazine, is great as far as being a watchdog for some of those pitfalls that we mentioned. Mm -hmm. We cover religious freedom for all different faith traditions, both nationally and internationally. And so we are able to flag or highlight, here's concerns of how the government is being used, whether it's here in the United States, whether it's in a country is a lot more restrictive as far as religious freedoms go. And so I think liberty can really be a tool or and has, has really been a tool for, as I said, being a watchdog, standing up for and pointing to and calling for change when we see improper use of government. All right, very good. We're talking with Melissa Reed. She is the associate editor of Liberty Magazine. We're talking about her article, Pitfalls and Possibilities, that appeared recently in the magazine. And she is advocating, under certain circumstances, that Christians should run for office. Now, Melissa, other possibilities here? We've talked about the pitfalls, and they are real. You mentioned some possibilities. What else is on your heart today? Sure. Well, I'll just take what you said there as far as running for office. So we can be engaged in government affairs or government relations in in so many different ways. That's true. That's true. We certainly have seen, we have scriptural examples of faithful men and women serving in a government capacity. We think of Deborah, Joseph, Esther, Daniel, Nehemiah. I mean, those are just the ones that are coming to my head right now. And so serving within the actual official organization, absolutely, we see that take place in the Bible and done effectively as far as being Christian witness and caring for a community. But one thing I would point out, Charles, is I think it's interesting that in Scripture, we do see that there is a very distinct distinction between public 
and religious leadership, mm. sort of that sacred and temporal, mm-hmm. those spheres were separate. So examples of that would be like Moses. He led the Israelites out of bondage and he functioned as the conduit for God's presentation of his moral and civil laws. But it was Moses's brother, Aaron, who served as the community's high priest. And then so you also have King David. So he was described as a man after God's own heart. But the spiritual leadership of Israel during his reign fell onto several priests, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's important for us, again, as Christians, to recognize that we are talking about two different spheres, and it's appropriate to behave or engage in different ways, depending on which sphere we're in. Does that make sense? It does, and it also would match how God distributes talents in our lives. There are a list of talents, and everyone has at least one. And I think that what you're saying is we need to take a look at what our talent... Our talent may not be public speaking. You don't want to be a politician if your talent is not public speaking. But our talent may be more in that supportive role you talked about. Am I hearing you on the right track there? Absolutely. And I think it's just listening to God's voice, being willing to serve in whatever capacity he wants us to. Mm -hmm. And again, participating in the political process or making use of your sphere of influence. I mean, we all as individuals have a sphere of influence in society, right? Yes, yes. And so I think, you know, we can serve in very different ways. We think about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., never held a political office, but was incredibly powerful in societal change by marching, preaching, writing, advocating with various members of Congress. We think about one of the founders of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, Ellen White. She spoke very forcefully on the repugnance of slavery. Mm -hmm. The Seventh-day Adventist Church was established right around the time of the Civil War period. And then you have Individuals like you and me who can participate in the in the government process by voting, yeah. by serving on juries, by paying attention to what's going on in our local communities, and again, advocating for things that are better to our community, not just looking out to our own self-interest, but for example, I don't have any children in the public school system, but I certainly want for my public school system to be a good public school system, and so paying attention to those issues and using your voice, your sphere of influence, I think is, is again, what we're called to do. That's very positive, Melissa Reed. You have given us a very positive look here at our involvement. It doesn't necessarily mean we have to run for office. It doesn't necessarily mean we have to be elected someplace, but we just simply have to be active in our corner. My personality is is very much grassroots oriented, but I think, again, as we are called on any level, whether it's an official role or a grassroots community level, Mm -hmm. anything that we can do to better our community, to better each other, and looking at that self-sacrifice in order to be able to serve others. What I've learned talking with you today, Melissa, is that the pitfalls are several and they can be dangerous, but the possibilities are endless. Am I right in saying that? 
Absolutely, I agree. All right. Melissa Reed has been our guest today. She is the associate editor of Liberty Magazine, the sponsor of this program. And Melissa's article, Pitfalls and Possibilities, can be read at libertymagazine.org. Check it out, as well as many other articles, not only by Melissa, but by other very good authors that they have come in and be involved with this magazine. And the whole message of the magazine and of this program, and of what Melissa just said, is that involvement is essential. If we want to protect and guard our religious freedoms, we need to somehow find a way to use our talents that God has given us and be involved in our corner of the world. That might mean running for something. It might mean sitting down and writing a letter to a senator or a congressman. It might mean standing up and a meeting someplace in your local community and saying a few words of encouragement and positive in support of religious liberty. Absolutely. I think the government is a very effective tool that has substantial impact on people and the way that we interact with them. And so being able to insert ourselves in that process or take advantage of that tool, yes. I think is the way we should look at it. Melissa Reed, Associate Editor of Liberty Magazine. Melissa, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Charles. Until next time, this is Charles Mills, along with Melissa Reed, inviting you to rest in the freedom of God's love. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call 443-391-7258 or email us through our website at libertymagazine.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. <laughs>